What's good, man? What's up? Can you hear me all right? Yeah. All right. How's it going, buddy? Oh, can't complain. How's uh, life treating you in the pandemic? It's not bad, you know, hanging in there, doing better than some people for sure. Right on, man. I feel like I have COVID, so this might be the last podcast. You might uh, you might be the last one I do one with. I don't know. I might kick the bucket here. Oh, shit. Yeah, my lungs hurt. So, like, I don't have a fever or anything, but I'm kind of freaking out, you know? Fucking, you watch the news for five seconds and they'll convince you you have COVID, so. Yeah, I actually thought I had it for a while back when it first started. It was just a head cold, but I was like, oh, damn, I need to go get toilet paper. Yeah. Uh, fucking, yeah, so I don't know. Hopefully that's not a thing. That's what I'm hoping for. But well, hopefully uh, not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, what's the weather like out there, man? Is it nice? It's pretty decent. I mean, it's been a little cloudier than usual. We had a couple of thunderstorms last week, but, you know, bright and sunny as always. My neighbors have their family up right now because apparently they lived in Louisiana and I guess shit's not good down there. So, <clears throat> Damn. Oh, isn't there like a hurricane and shit like that going on? That's what I've been told. That's what I've been told. I don't know. Damn. Fucking... The South just can't catch a break this year. No, I mean, you know, I, I kind of think it's maybe just everybody in general, because I'm pretty sure, like, no matter where you live, something shitty's happening right now. Yeah, for sure. Like, out in California, they got the fires. The South's getting all the shitty weather. I'm stuck in Nebraska. That's just shitty, you know? I mean. <laughs> right. I would much rather have forest fires right now and all that shit than just be stuck in Nebraska. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's not really much going on around me, but then again, I don't pay attention to local news or anything. So, All right, so we're going to play a game, JC. Right, uh, right out of the get-go, if you could only bring one rapper back out of these two rappers, who would it be? Biggie or Tupac? Oh, shit. Uh... Honestly, though I like Biggie's music more, I, I think we would benefit a lot better from Tupac because he was multifaceted. I how mean, do you think? All that how do you think Tupac uh, would have handled Donald Trump being in office? Oh well, I mean, I think if Tupac were were around, that probably wouldn't have happened. Yeah. <laughs> But at this point, he'd probably just have several albums dedicated to dissing it. I would have bought them all. Right, yeah, so would I. Matter of fact, yeah, no, I'm pretty I... sure there's one called Tupac and the Outlaws where he has a song on there called Dear Mr. President. It's about Bill Clinton, but 
I, I mean, yeah, he totally could have, you know, highlighted a lot of shit about Trump. And I think he would have been kicked out of office due to some of Tupac's influence. Yeah, uh, if Tupac had a problem with Clinton, I'm pretty sure he could not have uh, stood Trump. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Yeah, that that would be it. Would be amazing to hear what Pac has to say about all kinds of things going on right now, especially with the police shootings and all that kind of shit going on. Yeah, like uh, a lot of the guys that would have talked a lot, I guess, heavier on that shit are dead. Yeah, you know, like could you imagine if Easy E was still alive right now? Oh, man. Like, dude, that would have been the voice for all this shit right now. Yeah, pretty much. Like, he and he and Pac would definitely be making people think at the very least. I mean, you'd still oh, yeah. have people that didn't want to hear what they had to say, but a lot more people would be thinking about what's going on more than just fighting about it and all that. I mean, I totally see if Pac or Easy E were alive today, them being pretty involved in in politics and just using their platforms and voice to, you know, try and reach people that aren't being reached right now. Well, yeah, that's the other thing, too, is, you know, we're talking about two guys that died really young, kind of, that, you know, if they were still alive today, would probably be a little bit more level-headed, a little bit more chilled out, that probably, you know, would it, would go the proper way to actually do some damage instead of just causing fucking riots, you know, and shit. You know, I mean, they would have probably been able to do it, like, really educated, you know, instead of fucking just telling people, you know, go out and fucking raise hell, you know, fucking. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they were both, I mean, their lyrics and everything, yeah, they were rappers, but the way they both went about things showed a lot of intelligence. I mean, even with some of the stuff uh, that Ice Cube is doing right now, he's mellowed out quite a bit, and he's, you know, I've been seeing a few videos of him speaking out, and he's not just angry about it anymore. He's using his experience to be like, listen, like, if you want something done, this is kind of how we need to go about it. But yeah, you're talking about guys too that have been fighting that fucking system for our basically our whole lives. You know, fucking when you look at it, that's they were trying to put light on that shit when you know before we were born or just little kids. So you know, I I mean, you're talking a long fucking battle for them guys. This is shit that some people are just jumping onto now, or you know, they've been fighting it since the fucking late '80s. You know, and shit. Yeah. Yeah, and and just the amount of experience they would have had with the different presidents since the 80s would be really helpful in them being able to reach across to people and be like, listen, we were around, you know, Reaganomics and all that kind of shit. Like, we were there when it all started, and it's still kind of going on. Like, this is... You know, in our experience, this is the type of shit that you need to start doing. 
What's your take on uh, what's going on in Wisconsin right now? Man, I mean, as far as the dude that got shot, I, I, I just completely feel like, I don't know, I'm, I'm a heavy believer in the Japanese ways of Bushido. So to me, to shoot a dude in the back seven times, like that's dishonorable and cowardly. Right. I'm not one of those people that believes in participating in riots and burning down stuff and all that, but I am empathetic and understanding as to how being frustrated would cause that to happen. Oh, um, yeah, me too, dude. I, I totally agree with that 100%. That's exactly where I'm at, where I'm at you know, I mean, I, have, I haven't gone out, I haven't rioted at all, but I understand it. You know, yeah. Honestly, like, I mean, the biggest I, I, thing that pisses me off with the protests right now, that just where I I bitch a little bit, is we're in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> I, I don't want people to get sick. I don't want this to spread anymore. You know, and, and with people going out, not everybody's being smart when they do it. So you know, anything that contributes right, but, to that fucking right now, I just don't support it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and I mean, especially with social media and everything, there are ways to do it and be safer about it. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, I mean, I don't I don't understand risking getting sick and all that to go out and protesting, I get it. Like, those people are generally probably a lot more being safe about it than we know of. Oh, I'm sure, but at yeah. The same time, rioting and everything i'm just like that's not it kind of plays into what everyone who has something to say negative to say about it is saying like it's it's not really necessary to burn down a business or anything but if you want to go and burn down or protest around the police station i mean that works better than burning down Mr. Jenkins' fishing shop. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That gets your point across. You know, be mad at who you want to be mad at. Don't don't take it out on the whole fucking community, you know? Right. And that was, that was a shitty part I, I seen, you know, when a lot of this shit first broke out is, you know, there was a there was a black dude in uh, L.A. who, you know, had just opened up his business and shit, you know, put put everything out of his own money. The pandemic hit. He had to close down due to that. You know, he got things back open again. And then the riots hit out there in L.A. over this stuff and fucking due to the shit that got broken. He's like, that just put me out of business because now I can't, you know, put the money back in. And that's a, that's a dude from the black community that you hurt by trying to get your message across, you know, and that's, that's where it's just counter proactive there, you know? Right. It's, it's going to make someone like him look at it and be like, you know, I was with you guys, but you came and fucked up my livelihood. So now I'm kind of going to stay out of it. I'm not going to lend my voice to it. And it's also a thing of, people making the signs and everything, go to those local businesses and get your supplies for the signs and all that. And then just leave them alone. Like they're more than likely they're part of the community. So they understand. Right. Why hurt them? Well, yeah. And you know, I mean, it's totally different too. If you want to protest a business that, you know, obviously has used racism in their practices, you know, that's different than just going and tearing up 
somebody that's totally fucking innocent and just trying to make a buck and be a good member of society, you know, that there's two differences, right, you know, like, uh, did you hear that place on Leavenworth got shut down? That, that restaurant no. that's been here forever, that uh, Leavenworth oh, cafe. Yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, if you want to go and protest businesses like that, that's productive shit. But don't go and tear up the guy next to him just because you're mad at that dude. You know, fucking. Right. And when it comes to, like, I'm pretty sure some of the family members involved with the Leavenworth, some of the family members, some of the, definitely some of the employees, they didn't believe in those practices, but they had to earn a buck. So they took a job. They didn't necessarily, you know, believe in what they believe, but them shutting down ended up hurting those, those employees that were innocent in it too. So have you, have you ever worked for somebody that you knew that was just a racist fuck? Not that I could like pinpoint or anything like that. I mean, I've been very lucky in not encountering racism to a big deal to where I felt that I needed to do anything about it. It's been mostly like I had a manager once that came up to me and was like, well, my sister is dating a black man. And anytime we go over there and hang out, you know, they're loud. Why are you people so loud? I've encountered shit like that, but I haven't encountered anything to where I felt my life was in danger or anything like that. It was just like, well, that's kind of fucked up to say. Just kind of like stereotyping comments, you know, like a stereotype comment. Right. And I ended up quitting that job um, just because I was like, well, if that's how it's going to be, like, I'm not really comfortable working here. But that's basically where it ended. I wasn't like, well, we need to get her fired and blah, blah, blah. I was just like, well, now you're going to be looked at as, well, why did John quit? Right. So, I mean, it's it's never been anything where I feel – I mean, to me, cancel culture is getting a little out of hand. It, well, that's it, the thing I, I was saying, too, man, is, you know, like. It's getting to a point where you're not even going to know where the fucking line is because everybody just wants to be mad over everything. You know, like right. when, when you're mad about everything, it really does. It kind of like it dismisses the big shit in the long run because eventually people are going to be so fucking tired of hearing this and that and this and that, that like some, some, but something big is going to happen and everybody's going to be so burnt out on it that, you know, it's not going to mean anything. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I spend a lot of time on social media and stuff, just reading and getting other people's opinions and, kind of talking with people and stuff like that. And now people are so quick to be like, oh, well, you're a racist or you're a Nazi and all that. And it's like, it's starting to lose its meaning. Like, I'm not one of those people that believes that black people can't be racist either because I've experienced it from other black people, you know? When I was in high school, I had people that were like, well, which one of your parents is white? And I was like, well, what the fuck does that mean? Will you speak awful properly? And I was like, well... I spent kindergarten through second grade in England. That's basically where I learned how to speak. So I speak proper English. It, it, it doesn't have anything to do with one of my parents being white. It's just where I grew up and where I came from. Right. And it, it's not like, I mean, I'll 
have my suspicions of someone being racist or something like that. Like if I'm online and someone's really touting support of Trump or something like that, I'll have my suspicions, but my suspicions aren't enough for me to just blatantly call that person racist. I'll be like, your views are a little bit ignorant, but who's to say that if we were to sit down face to face and talk, both of us wouldn't come out of it being like more understanding of why each other thinks the way that we do. But yeah, that goes, you know, I mean, that that's the other problem with the world is you just can't sit down and disagree with anybody anymore. Nobody has that fucking power, you know, and actually right. be able to talk it out and try to make something better. Everybody just wants to storm off and say, oh, fuck you, you know. People right, used to right. be able to sit down and disagree all the time, still be friends, still carry on a conversation. It, it used to not be such a big deal. Nowadays, it's like, you got to be fucking on my side. If you're not, you're fucking wrong, you know. Right. It's It just, I remember a time when, fuck, even 20 years ago, you could get in a fight with somebody and one of you ends up getting the shit beat out of you. And then the next day you're cool and you're like, well. You know, we were both wrong. We'll agree to disagree on that. We'll just, you know, whatever. We won't bring up that subject again, and we can remain being friends. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know where that shit changed. I don't know where we fucking lost that. I don't know if it is a little bit with, like, you know, the politically correct movement, you know, the cancel culture. I don't know if that's where we kind of lost, like, you know, I, I I don't know. It's hard to fucking say. You know, I, I guess I don't really understand where we lost the ability to be people and just disagree I mean, and move on. But right, I mean, my theory on it is just the, as social media became more prevalent, people started banding together in these little groups and basing everything that they see on, like especially Twitter, where there's these groups that if you disagree or question something about an ideology, instead of having one or two people coming at you, you got like 50 coming at you. Oh, and they love that. They love that because they know that there's 50 people that share their fucking view. It's like a gangbang, dude. You know? Right. And, like, it, and, and to me, it could be like, 49 other people that don't live anywhere close to you that you're never going to, you know, physically see or interact with, but because they agree with you, they're your friend. But then right. you turn around and two days later, you're asking a question about one thing and all of a sudden those people turn on. And it's just, it, the mob mentality and everything just kind of screws everything up. I mean, I, I did a paper for a school about the abolishment of stocks and pillories and public humiliation as a punishment, and it, it just seems to me like that's coming back, where when it was abolished, they realized that, you know, putting somebody in stocks for a week and letting the entire town sit there and make fun of them and, you know, know their shame, that tends to push people away easier than you know, just rehabilitating them. So yeah. they dis they did away with doing that. And now it seems like social media is the new 
stocks and pillories where you can make a simple mistake. I mean, I've seen it with YouTubers, like with PewDiePie. In the heat of the moment, he dropped the N-bomb, and everybody, even now, is like, well, he's racist because he said the N-word once. And it's like, yeah, but he's apologized for it. He hasn't done it again. I mean, he obviously learned from his mistakes. So why do you got to bring that up and try and make him out to be some kind of villain for it? Yeah. I mean, I didn't agree with it either. So I was like, well, obviously part of you has certain thoughts about people if that's what you're going to drop when you're angry about playing a video game. But that doesn't define completely who you are. It's different doing it. <laughs> while you're playing a video game than if you're going around to people on the street and just, you know, well, you're an N-word, you're an N-word, and all that kind of stuff. It's not like yeah. he went anyone specific and started calling them that. So it's kind of like just let it go at this point. Did did he say the did he say it the aggressive way or did he say it like the, the cool rap way? He said it the aggressive way with the, the hard ER. But I mean, what happened was he was he was playing PUBG, and he got shot. Like he didn't realize where you know he was going to getting shot from and all that, and he lost the match. And he was out of frustration. He just blurted out a whole bunch of shit, and he happened to say the N word. So I was like, he didn't direct it at anyone specific. It's not like he called the person he lost to that word or anything. It was just in a bit of frustration. He was saying all kinds of words, and that happened to be one that slipped out. Uh, see, dude, but that does kind of say something about, like, your personality a little bit when that's, like, what you say when you're angry. Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. For sure. And, I mean, I guess my main thing is he owned it, he apologized for it, and he hasn't said anything close to that since then. So, obviously, he learned through people getting mad at him, like, hey, man, that, that's not cool. As long as you learn from it and don't keep doing it, I'll, I'll let a slip-up happen on occasion. You know what I mean? But if it's something yeah. to where you go back and he's been doing it, you know, since the beginning of his career, then I'm going to kind of be like, okay, well, this is kind of a problem. But is there – uh, I'll go ahead and finish what we're saying. It, it's kind of when someone doesn't learn from it that's where I draw the difference between, oh, well, he was just trying to be edgy and entertaining and blah, 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 to where, oh, he actually believes that, you know, he's superior to black people. It wasn't that kind of thing. It was just like, well, he's trying to be edgy and entertaining. On the fly, you don't really have time to think about everything, when, especially in a moment of frustration when you're just, oh, blah, blah. I've said some things about people or two people in moments of frustration that I probably shouldn't have. Oh, yeah. Dude, I, I, you know, I you think know. we're all guilty of that, you know. Right. But, I, I mean, I, I learn from it when someone's like, hey, man, that was wrong. Then I'm like, oh, yeah, I probably shouldn't have said that. And going forward, I'll be more mindful of it. Sometimes you just don't realize the impact of what you're saying until someone is like, dude, like, that's crossing a line. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah, totally. You know, and you, you have people too that, you know, like me, man, before I moved, moved to Omaha, you know, I lived in an all white community, 
you know, I, I lived there for 17 years growing up. You know, I mean, uh, so for certain people, you know, you don't see culture. You don't have culture around you growing up. And like them people are the ones that really need to be educated, you know? Right. Like uh, they're the type of people that you got to just be like, I know that you're, you know, you're, this is new to you. So I'm going to, you know, take the time to explain like why that's wrong. And as you deal with more and more people, it starts to click and your ways start to change. But I wouldn't assume that an 18 year old that grew up in a, a hick town in Louisiana coming at me like that, I'm not going to be a complete hard ass to him as I would with somebody that I've grown up with. I'm going to be a little bit more like, all right, this is where you're wrong we can talk this out and everything. Like I'm not angry about it. I understand your circumstances. I get where you're coming from, but this is where I'm coming from. Yeah. Oh if yeah. yeah totally. And if after that point they continue doing it, I'm just going to be like, well, you obviously enjoy it. So yeah, obviously you're like, one of the ones that can't be educated. You know I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, like, cause you know, when I go back home, dude, like there, there's people that say shit that you know what when i lived there i would have never thought twice about it but like now i'm like ah oh, dude that's so fucking trashy like you know you shouldn't talk like that fucking you know just because you know like before i moved out of there i didn't know anything about any other culture other than dumb white people you know so you know now you know being around you know i have all different types of friends you know that are different skin colors, different religions, you know, uh, before, you know, I grew up just around one demographic and when you do that, but it's not good, you know, it's, it's not a good way to grow up and get a concept of what the world is actually like, you know? Right. Cause I mean, even myself, I would probably be a completely different person if I hadn't, you know, grown up in the military and, you know, living over in England and then coming back here and living in Omaha for a little bit. Then we moved to Bellevue and then back to Omaha and stuff like that. Like if I had grown up around my dad's family in Mississippi, I'd probably be one of these people that goes around being like, well, yeah, the majority of white people are racist. Like I don't think that way because I've been around a lot of white people. And I'm like, well, I mean, some of them are, but generally speaking, white people aren't all that racist as much as people like to say. It, it's just not, I don't believe in that kind of thing. And that's because of the experiences that I've had growing up and just going through life. If right. I had grown up in Mississippi, you know, back in Pearl where my dad's family is from and all that, I'd probably be one of these militant black people that would be like, well, fuck white people and blah, 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 blah. But you'd, I, you'd have been the I next Malcolm X. <laughs> right. I had just been like, man, like, and especially knowing the experiences my dad had growing up and everything, it pisses me off. I'm not going to lie. Like, a lot of this shit pisses me off, but I'm not that quick to say it's everybody. Right. You know, I, I've been fortunate enough to learn that 
you take individuals for individuals. And it's also a thing of, like, I always like to say, well, that person happens to be whatever race and they're a piece of shit. Not that person is a piece of shit because they're whatever race. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. You know, I, I, I definitely know bad people of all different kinds. You know, I mean, it's not just one race. It's not, you know, there's shitty people and there's good people in, in every fucking race, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and to paint everybody with that broad brush, I mean, it just, I mean, up until I was 17, 18, I was told, well, you, you don't date white women and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, you know, it wasn't until I had my first serious girlfriend who was white that I was like, well, it's no different than dating a black girl. Like, it, it really isn't. It's not It's not that big of a deal. I mean, I, I still have family members that believe in all that. And I'm like, well, I mean, if you get along with the person and you guys have that attraction, I don't think skin color and all that should be a barrier there. It's just something that you learn from each other and you, you do the best that you can to combine all your experiences with that person and just get over certain things. Right. Yeah. I, I know I have a few family members that would have shit some bricks if I would have brought home a black chick for sure. But. Right. And it's, it, and for a couple of years, anytime I would, you know, bring her around, she would be getting eyeballed and stuff like that. And it wasn't until, you know, one day I was just like, look, this is the girl that I'm going to be with, possibly end up marrying. So you guys are just going to have to shut the fuck up and get over it. Like, she's good to me. I'm good to her. That's all that should matter. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You know, and I like it. And really, it's hard to do right now because, you know, we are in the cancel culture shit. But, you know, I used to like it when you know, we could make fun of each other a little bit racially and it wasn't a big deal as long as you didn't cross the line. You know, I, I mean, you know, for comedy purposes is what I'm talking about. And like, yeah, you know, like now it's like, fuck, you know, you, you can't make fun of me for being white. I can't make fun of you for being black. You know, we can't do any of that anymore, even though, you know, we think it's funny. You know, because other people get so fucking outraged. Oh, yeah, there's there's definitely some material that I've said in the past that if I were big and famous now, I would have been canceled by now for sure. Just because of some of my viewpoints and things when I first started out doing comedy. And when I first started out, I went purely for what's going to get a reaction out of people. Oh, definitely. And you can't really, you can't do that anymore because you got somebody that's going to be pissed off about it, take it out of context, post a tweet about it, and next thing you know, you're fired from your job. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, I did a, I did a set at Barley Street, and uh, I can't remember what the joke was. I was trying out a new joke, and it was something racial. And uh, when I was done, there was a black dude in the back of the room. He was, he was like, damn, I can't believe you did that shit during Black History Month. Started fucking heckling me. It was great. It was funny. Uh, 
But, uh, like, uh, you know, like all that shit, dude, you, you can't do it anymore because everybody gets so offended. You know, I got a gay stepbrother who, you know, I've written a ton of jokes about. When the fuck am I going to be able to tell them again? I can't tell a gay joke. You know, I mean, right. fucking, I don't mean it out of hate. You know, this is where the cancel culture is killing comedy. You know? Well, yeah, because I'm looking at um, all the shit that's going on with Dan Harmon right now, where he made some sketch that was satirical, where he basically pretends he's banging a baby doll. That shit happened nine years ago. He took it off the internet as soon as he realized how wrong it was. He's apologized for it. And people are still going around, well, I'm not going to watch Rick and Morty because that guy's a pedophile. And it's like, no, like, it it was a different time where you could do edgy, satirical humor like that. He hasn't done anything like that since, so obviously he doesn't believe in that and live that kind of lifestyle. I mean, he was just pointing out certain things about society. Jim Jeffries has a great point to that where he talks in a special about you know you can't get mad about the things that happened years ago because when we did this that's where the line was at at the time you guys moved the line all the time of what what's acceptable so you know when you go back and you listen to shit from five years ago yeah there might be some things that weren't necessarily acceptable you know to today's standards there you know? Yeah, it, it's it's just even Dave Chappelle, as much as people love him, he did a joke about, and it was a joke about uh, trans people recently, and he got just lambasted for it. And it's like, I'm sitting there being like, he's done this kind of jokes forever. Yeah. He's been doing those kinds of jokes. Now, all of a sudden, you don't want Dave Chappelle to be Dave Chappelle? Like, what? then why the fuck are you... Why? Like, what do you want from the man? That's his style. He points out things and makes it funny, but at the same time, he's kind of making you think about it. Oh, you know, just all them old stand-up acts, man. You know, like Richard Pryor uh, fucking, you know... Uh, Eddie Murphy, you know, all them guys used to say fag all the time on stage, shit like that. Like, you go back and watch some of that old shit nowadays, your fucking head would spin if you are so wrapped up into being offended, you know? Right. Like, one of my favorite movies is Eddie Murphy Delirious. And he says fag in that so many times that if he were to do that today, he wouldn't have even been able to finish it. He wouldn't have been able to finish his set because people would have been so offended about it. Well, that's like when people are talking about like him trying to do another stand-up. It's like, okay, is, but is that what you guys really want or do you really want some watered-down bullshit? Because, you know, like I think it would be great to see Eddie Murphy do another stand-up before he's too old, you know, but could, could he fucking do what he wants to do without everybody being a bunch of pussies, you know? Right. It's like we would get the Disney version of Eddie Murphy and not the Eddie Murphy that people 
started to love. Yeah, I don't want to see goddamn Dr. Doolittle up there. <laughs> right. And I, I don't want comedians that, like, one of my biggest things that I'm always thinking about is, like, Bill Hicks or George Carlin. They right. would not have been able to build careers if they had started in today's climate. I, I just don't see that happening, especially George Carlin. But at the time when they started, it was stuff that people were like, well, you know, that's his opinion. He's entitled to it. If I don't like it, then I don't like it. And I just won't go to one of his shows or watch anything that he's involved in. Nowadays, it's, well, I don't like that. So he doesn't deserve to be able to eat. Right. Well, it's not even that, man. It's, you know what, take it a step further. And it's other people that might enjoy what he does that I don't enjoy, they, they shouldn't get that right. You know, right. and that's fucked up. You know, not only are you depriving a guy who's trying to make a living, because, you know, this is a business just like anything else. So, uh, you know, you're, you're trying to take food off of a dude's plate. But at the same time, just because you don't agree with it, you think that other people that might like this shouldn't get to see it or hear it. You know, right. And then and then that's the ultimate power. <laughs> right. And then it goes as far as villainizing people who might laugh at a joke. Like, I'm, I'm sorry if somebody says something that's funny, though, it might be offensive. I'm going to laugh at it. If Bill Burr were to get on a stage and tell a joke about a certain race, like say he got on stage and told a joke about black people. I'm going to I'm probably going to find it funny based on how he delivers it and how he structures the joke. I'm not going to be like, oh, well, that's really cool, blah, blah, blah. But if it's funny, it's funny. And I know that he's not doing it just to be an asshole. One of my favorite comedy bits, dude, is Cat Williams' oppression of the white dude where he's making fun of the white dude. That is the fucking one of my top fucking five probably favorite comedy bits. I love his white dude impression. It's fucking hilarious. Right. You know, I mean like like I like I don't know, like one of my favorite movies ever. It's a shitty movie. I'll I'll give people that. But white girls from the Wayans. Yeah. I, people would be offended as fuck by that now. And mo- and a lot of it wouldn't be because, oh, well, they're blah, blah, blah. It would be because people are saying, well, if you can't do blackface, then you can't, you know, do blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, there's even a difference between what blackface started out as and what it is now. To me, someone putting on some something to make their face look darker isn't necessarily blackface. It's... It's all in the context of it. Now, if it's somebody like that movie uh, with Christian Bale in it when he, where he's supposed to be an Egyptian god, if they were to darken his skin to where he was black, I'd probably be like, all right, now that's fucked up because he ain't Egyptian. Why are you trying to make him look like an Egyptian instead of just giving someone who's actually Egyptian that job? Yeah. But if it's obviously supposed to be satirical I'm okay with it like I don't like I don't know I just I feel like this shit gets out of hand with people being too sensitive about stuff and then 
well, if you're if you're not sensitive about it too, then you're one of them, and blah. And it's like, no, it's just I know what a joke is. Yeah, dude. You know they get it, it's crazy because you know it, it. They really do get mad if you do not join their outrage. You know. Well, yeah, because I mean, I've had to, I've I've left Twitter because there would be people on there that are saying, "Well, I don't think anybody should be saying the N word." And my whole thing is, if I, as a black man, want to use the rapper version of the N-word, I'm a, I'm a grown man, so I can say that if I want to. If you don't agree with it, that's fine. But to right. come at me, a black man, who is saying, I really don't have that big of a problem with the word, and sit there and be like, oh, well, you're part of the problem, blah, blah. It's like, no, I'm not part of the problem. I just don't. I don't care if it's not trying to be offensive towards me. There's a difference between me sitting, like if I'm in the car with you and we're listening to rap music and you're singing along and you drop the N-bomb on, a, on part of a song, I'm not going to sit there and be like, whoa, whoa, we got a problem now. We're, so we're I'm not going to fight over a Jay-Z like, track. That's awesome. Yeah. Right. I'm going to be like, I know there's no malicious intent behind it, so it's whatever. But if there's malicious intent behind it, like say some dude realizes that I'm dating his daughter and he's coming at me with it, then right. I'm going to be like, all right, dude, like that's uh, no, like I'm not going to let that fly. I'm probably going to knock you out with my walker. <laughs> Have you ever been beaten with a walker? Yeah. <laughs> right. You you want to get your ass kicked by an N-word with one leg? <laughs> that's <laughs> fucking great. So, like, did you ever grow up with any family members that were like, oh, you you don't say that fucking word in my house? Like, I mean, my grandmother, but she was also a devout Seventh-day Adventist. So I couldn't even really cuss around her without her getting upset about but, it. Uh, also, like, I don't know how old your grandma was, but did she grow up in the time where, you know, that word was fucking 100% malicious all the time oh yeah yeah she grew up in you know well she didn't grow up but she was alive in the civil rights times and all that and so were both of my parents so when it comes to them i understand them not really wanting to hear it right but at the same time my mom even understands like when i'm using it jokingly and when i'm being serious about it so, so like honestly have you ever heard your mom say it like in a playful manner or just like in a part of a conversation? Yeah. I mean, she said it when she's being playful before, you know, oh, okay. she'll be like, well, but she doesn't rely on it or anything. Like her thing is if you rely on it too much, then she kind of doubts your intelligence to be able to formulate a thought without going to a base level. But if she's, joking around with somebody or something like that, then yeah, she'll say it. But my grandmother, on the other hand, was just like, I, I don't want to hear that word, blah, blah, blah. And I completely understand because for her, it has a completely different meaning than it would for me. Well, yeah, to, to hear that word to her, that's probably just got to like fucking instantly cause a little bit of rage in your stomach. You know, I mean. Yeah from coming back from them times, you know, I mean. 
Yeah, because I, I totally get where the older generations and everything are coming from. But if you're like 25 and you're telling me not to say the N-word, I'm going to be like, you can go fuck yourself because like, you, you should be pretty aware of you know, the different meanings behind them. And the main reason that I'm okay with it is because I find that GA is our community's way of, you know, saying, look, they're going to call us this regardless. So we're just going to take some of the power away from it by adopting it. And it could mean, you know, that dude's an asshole. That dude's my homie. I'm really surprised that kind of thing. Whereas with the ER, we definitely know like what's trying to be said. So to me, they're two different words and it really just depends on the context and what's going on at the time. Whereas I'll accept a GA, but an ER, I'm going to be like, no, shut it down. Not cool. (laughs) DJ booth is closed. (laughs) Right. Like, yeah. Couples dance is not happening tonight because y'all done pissed me off. <laughs> We're shutting it the fuck down. Yeah, you know, I told, I, I agree, man. You know, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's a shame that people have to talk that way in 2020. I mean, you know, it's, I don't know. What's sad is, you know, I feel like there is just such, uh, not really like a racial war going on, but it's because, you know, like the whole Black Lives Matter movement and everything, you know, there's plenty of white people that are out there in all different types of races that are out there supporting that. But then you have like these dumbass, just white fucking Trump supporters right now that are like, oh, you know, all lives matter, fucking fuck Black Lives Matter, you know, and all this shit. And like, they're the dumb white idiots that are going to start the fucking race war. You know? Right, because like me personally, I've told people I'm like, well, Black Lives Matter isn't exclusionary, isn't it? It's not excluding anybody. It's just saying like, yo, our lives matter too, and this country has a, a history of showing that they don't. Oh yeah, I agree. At the same time, I don't really get that mad about people that are like, well, all lives matter, unless it's a counter to Black Lives Matter, because then I'm like, you're only saying that because you feel excluded. Yeah, and what I, right. I feel like... It's trying to make, all, once again, it's trying to make your race about that movement, you know, when you right. say it like that, you know? Right, and to me, if All Lives Matter people don't want to have people being like, well, you're a piece of shit, why don't they just say, well, All Lives Matter, and that includes Black Lives That right there, adding that little bit to the end of it is going to make people understand where you're coming from. Yeah. But they refuse to do that, so it's like, man, you just, you look like you're just trying to be contrary. You look like you're trying to be like, well, what about me? And it's like, it's not necessarily about you. If the shoe fits, wear it. If you're one of these people that doesn't think that black lives matter, then by all means, say all lives matter. But then don't try and go around and make it seem like, well, 
I'm only saying that because one of them is exclusionary. It's like we shouldn't have to spell out what we mean, even though a lot of people do. And people still don't get it. But it's like we shouldn't have to spell it out for you. Like, look at what has been going on in this country to the point where that even needs to be said. I prefer to live where that doesn't even need to be said. Black Lives Matter. Well, no, I would prefer it to be like Black Lives Matter. Well, no shit, Sherlock. Like, you know what I mean? I don't think that it should be. But again, we're at a point in this country where just there are a lot of people that don't want to acknowledge what's gone on in the past. And to me, that's a large reason why things are going the way they are, because I can only speak for myself here, but I imagine there are a lot of other black people that feel like, look, all we want is for the wrongs and everything to be acknowledged instead of us always being told to shut up about it. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not like we're saying, Oh, everybody's bad, blah, blah. We're just saying like, look, things on a systemic level are not being acknowledged all of the time of this country, there are still laws and things in place that disadvantage certain people. If we could all just get on the same page and be like, look, we need to look at these laws. We need to change things to where it's blatantly obvious that everyone is going to be treated equally. I don't think that we would have a problem with it. Like, I, I, I don't want reparations unless reparations is you know, the leaders of the country coming together and being like, look, we've never said this before, but slavery and racism and segregation, all that, that went on in the past was wrong. We as a country are sorry, and we want to take the steps to rectify that. I think that's really all anyone is looking for. Yeah. But there's so much It shouldn't be that hard either. (laughs) You know? It, it it really shouldn't be that difficult to just be like, yeah, well, you know, our, our country is built on some shitty premises and uh, we acknowledge that and we're going to do what we can to change it. At that point, I think people would just be like, well, damn, thank you. If, if Germany do- could do that after the Holocaust, I don't see why America can't do it after all this time. Do you think uh, when Obama was in office that, you know, he did uh, really anything to fucking, you know, address some of the shit from the past there, try to make, you know, anything a little better there with between government and, you know, the black community? I mean, not anything that I've really seen other than him just being who he was. Oh, he was and a great that, person. I mean, you know, he's a good, good. Right. You know, he. I, I believe Obama had a great heart to him. Right, and I, I, I firmly believe that Obama went out and he was like, "Look, I know I'm a black man, blah blah blah, but I'm gonna run the country for the best interest of everyone." And that's right. really what I look at when I look at his example, and that he didn't make it a point to be like, well, I'm going to go out and I'm going to declare this day the day that reparations. He could have very easily put some shit in place to where he was like, well, now every black citizen is going to get $5,000. He didn't do any of that. He just did the best job that he could. 
and for me, that's an example of him going out and saying to the black community, like, look, no matter what people say, you do the best that you can. People are going to talk anyway. So, I mean, and I don't really find that it was really necessary for him to do that because at the time, things were honestly, from in my opinion, pretty calm. Well, yeah, that's kind of when the PC culture kind of was starting to make its big movement, you know, and all that. You know, nobody was really fighting too much at the time. You know, that's kind of when the PC culture was starting to move in the right direction before it kind of became just too over. uh, I I don't know how to explain it, you know, just overly done with the cancel culture part, you know, right. Yeah, because it wasn't until 2016 when Trump got elected that all of a sudden it was all this just, it, it exploded. Like, well, you got to watch what you say and blah, blah, blah. And, well, Trump is enabling it and all that. And the people that say that, I'm just like, it's it, Trump isn't enabling anything. He isn't emboldening anybody. Yeah, he's a dumbass. I'm not, the, I'm not a fan of him. I I I mean, personally, I don't know him, so I can't say I dislike him. Professionally, I don't like the man, but I'm not going to blame everything on him. Right. I mean, yeah, he speaks to people like a bully. That's what we need to address. But to blame him for all the shit that's going on right now, it's kind of like, come on now. Like, it's not necessarily his fault that the way that he speaks makes these other people feel comfortable because collectively we have allowed these people to feel comfortable with it. It's just that now PC culture has pushed and pushed and pushed so much that they're just like, you know what? Fuck it. No matter what we do, we're, we're going to be villainized and all that. Like I don't villainize Trump supporters unless they're just blatantly ignorant about things. I understand that there are reasons that someone might support Trump and it probably some of it probably has nothing to do with the way that he carries himself. I mean, some of it could just be, well, we were tired of the same old blah, blah, blah. Some people are probably just like, well, yeah, celebrity in office. And I point out we shouldn't have elected a celebrity because look at what the last celebrity we elected did. Like yeah. Ronald Reagan was an actor. He wasn't a politician. So, I mean, just a lot of it is just a lot of people just trying to blame, blame, blame. And I'm more of let's find out and understand why people may feel this way. There might be some common ground there to where we can start understanding more of it and just coming together and being like, I understand that, but here's my take on it. Instead of, well, you're just a racist and blah, blah, blah. I I don't see things that way. There's got to be a reason somewhere and a way to get to the bottom of it and just break that cycle. And yelling at each other isn't going to do it. See, that's what I was trying to explain to the Wandering Stoner about my, my thing with conspiracy theories. Is there has to be a reason why there has to be a bottom to why this would be this way and fucking, you know, because he's big on talking about conspiracies. You know, if you're going to have a conspiracy, it actually has to make sense of why it would happen. Fucking, you know, like a plot to it and shit like that. Fucking, 
And that's, you know, the other problem with, you know, the battle between what's fake media these days and, you know, everybody relying on an internet news source that nobody's ever heard of is fucking what's real, what's fake, fucking. And then you get a billion different stories that get passed around the internet. And really, honestly, I don't think any of us truly know what the fuck's going on in the world. You know, we're just... We're reading what we want to read. We're taking for news what we want to take for it. You know, I mean, if it sounds good to us, it must be real. You know, and right, yeah. And and if there's anything that I've taken from my college classes here recently, it's that everybody, no matter how much they deny, it, has an inherent bias and need to believe whatever fits their narrative. I mean, I'm guilty of it myself. Sometimes I'll see something on Facebook where someone's like, well, let's call out this racist dude, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll go through and scan through it, and I'm like, this dude's not racist. He just has an unpopular opinion and probably just can't really articulate it that well. Yeah. And it's like, I don't I don't see a need to blast him all over Facebook and blah, blah. Just leave the dude alone. Or take the time to explain to him different points of view on it. Like I don't, I, I'm a person that I don't know what someone else is thinking at all times. I can only assume. So I have to go and ask somebody for clarification on something. Then make my decision based on that. I'm not automatically going to be like, well, that dude's an asshole. I I just don't want anything to do with them. I'm going to be like, dude, why are you being an asshole? And a lot of the times I find that someone will explain something to me that I'm like, you know, I didn't even consider that. So taking that into consideration, I don't agree with your stance, but you're more than welcome to have it. But I do implore you to, you know, look into things a little bit differently, search yourself and figure out why you feel that way. And then maybe be open to changing as new information and experiences come about. Do you uh do you go to college with anybody that's really like big on the cancel culture shit? No, I mean I do online courses, so a lot of Oh, okay. Yeah, a lot of my things are just reading stuff for class. Like there's not really too many discussions or anything and we get graded on our like class participation discussions, so I don't think there are that many people that are willing to just go to the extreme, everyone's kind of tame in what they're saying. Um, right. But, I mean, I've known some people that people would be like, well, why are you hanging out with that dude? He doesn't like black people. And I'll be like, well, he likes me just fine. Maybe it's about my attitude towards it. Yeah. You know, it's it's not – like, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, and, you know, that attitude about it might be the reason why one day that guy says, you know, hey, I don't mind black people, <laughs> you know? Right. So, like, it just takes one person to be like, look, man, you seem like you're kind of racist. But I'm going to, you know, I'm going to chat with you and see where that's coming from and show you that whatever you're thinking, it doesn't apply to everybody. Yeah. And I mean I've I've met people that have 
you know, done a complete 180 just because I wasn't like, well, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. Just because the fact that I was like, look, man, like, we need to hash this out. We need to figure this out. Like, why are you this way? And I feel like a lot of people are just like, man, you know what? You showed me the respect and took the time to actually discuss it with me. And now I'm realizing that a lot of my views were wrong and that they're unfounded. If you give someone a reason to continue to believe the way that they do, then they're not really given a reason to change. So they're right. more than likely not going to change. Yeah, I don't know, man. Fucking, it's a crazy world that we're living in. Fucking, if people uh, could have that same mindset that you have, I think we'd be a little better off. But uh. right. And I totally believe that there are more people with that mindset out there. It's just in every corner you have the smallest number of people that tend to be the loudest. And that's oh, and they're, what they're the dumbest, is. too. You know, they're the right. dumbest, too. They're not the right. intelligent people in the pack. <laughs> right. And that's what people tend to focus on instead of being like, well, you know, that guy is that way and so are these 10 people over here i'm gonna ignore these 60 people over here that don't really show that or feel that way because of these 10 people over here because of these 10 people now i believe that all 70 of these people are like that and it's like no like one one group of people one subsection doesn't count for the entire group yeah yeah, man, I, I, I fucking agree. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I hope that things smooth out here with all this shit, and I hope that some serious changes will happen to the way that people look at things. Uh, but I, I kind of hope that it, it smooths out and we can just kind of get back to being good people or as good as we can be anyway. And, um, get a little bit more peace in our fucking lives. Cause you know, you pick a fight, there's a billion of them to be in right now. And, uh, I think we're yeah. going towards some just angry times in our country, you know, and some of them are justifiable. And then others, it's like, you know, fuck, how can you be so angry about that? You know? Right. Cause I mean, even, even in the gaming community, people are, constantly pissed off about something and it's like man like i'll argue with somebody all day about you know whether the last of us 2 is a good game or not but i'm not gonna then go into every other aspect of that person's life and be like well you're a piece of shit because this blah 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 i'm just gonna be like <laughs> look we can argue about video games all day long but when it comes to more serious issues we got to stop arguing and find some common ground here yeah. Even when it yeah. comes like games and comic books and stuff like that, I'm like, all right, I get, you know, where you're coming from. This isn't that serious. So I'm not taking it that seriously. But you have some people that are just looking for a fight anywhere that they can get it. Yeah, I agree, man. You know, if fucking, you know, I know I'm bad with it. You know, I know I'm bad with the Trump shit. You know, I make fun of Trump all the time on here. I uh, talk shit on, you know, the supporters or whatnot. But honestly, 
you know, I, I agree. You know, we got to unite. We can't let fucking politics and all that drive us that far apart to where we're willing to fight, you know, because we, the way I look at it, we always got to be ready to fight the government, man. The government is who's always going to be fucking us over. We as the people have to be united or they win. You know, there is nothing better yeah. for them than when we are fighting. Because that means they're just going under fucking, you know, under the bullshit. We're not even paying attention to what they're doing, you know, and we're getting fucked over and not even knowing it. Most of the time, we know when the government's fucking us over. When we're fighting, they can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, yeah, totally. It, It just, they know what they're doing because they've all got the education and all that and they have all the power to be able to put a spin on things to where they can totally go out there and, you know, well, I'm going to set, you know, Hispanic people against Japanese people. And then while those two groups are fighting, we're going to pass a law or a bill that fucks them both over. They're going to assume that it was the other side instead of coming after us and looking at being like, it's you guys' fault. Yeah, totally. Like, if we were more united as a country, we could sit there and say, because I see people all the time that are like, well, the media is controlling, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, yeah. But at the same time, you have people that do nothing but believe what the media tells them, which only plays into their hands. Like, if you know the media is trying to control everybody, then, like, stop relying on the media. I think – yeah. Like, honestly, I feel like if we were to go back to, like, the times of the 50s and 60s, minus the bigotry and racism, and just go back to a time when people weren't so afraid to just go and talk to their neighbor, I think things would start to mellow out a lot more. Because it goes back yeah. to my whole thing about why, why some people would support Trump. Instead of just saying, oh, you're a Trump supporter, I don't want anything to do with you. It would be cool if people could be like, oh, well, you're a Trump supporter. Well, can you explain to me why? And actually get to the root of why that person might support Trump or whatever candidate and find the middle ground there and be like, oh, so you, you know, you actually do believe that he has some good policies, blah, blah, blah. It's not that you necessarily believe his rhetoric. It's that you find some things about him that you feel would be a good for the country. I might See, that's the, thing. that's the thing that bothers me about most Trump supporters that I've met is most of them have just straight up told me, I like the way he talks. I like that he's edgy. To me, that doesn't right. make a good president. You know what? If you came no. at me with, I like what he's done with the economy. I like, you know, this policy or what he did there. I can respect that a lot more. But when you come at me with the, I, I'm going to vote for him because I like the crazy shit that he says. Without you right. realizing that the crazy shit that he does say, fucking, it does kind of start a little bit of problems for our country because, you know, not every country is a big fan of ours right now. You know, and I'm sorry. Right. Uh, when they hate our president, they hate us, you know? So, fucking, it isn't necessarily always good for business to have a guy just shoot off at the mouth everything that he wants to say, you know? I mean, if you want to do that, right. get a podcast. Don't be president. 
Yeah, like it's like he is who he is, and that's cool. It's just not cool when he's the leader of our country and he's putting out this image of all of us by talking like he's, you know, in a locker room all the time. Well, yeah, because, you know, like China, China doesn't know that me and you can sit here and talk about things that are going on in the world and not argue about them and be educated about it and shit like that. But what they know is our president's a fucking idiot sometimes that necessarily doesn't always talk good about them and shit like that. And it's the same thing with the other countries as well, not just China, you know, but. Um, right. Yeah. It's, it, it's a thing of other countries looking like, well, you elected him. So you obviously must agree with him. And it's like, well, I, I can see how you would think that way, but. Like, we're not all like that. And right. also, to a point, we didn't really have a hand in electing him because some of us voted against him. So, well, then he didn't, us, even win the, didn't even win the popular vote. So. Right. And that's you know, where it, a lot of reform in the system and things like that need to go down into where, you know, if the majority of my state votes against him, and our electoral college representative is like, well, I don't care what the state said. I'm saying that we're choosing Trump. That That's a problem to me. Yeah. Like that's, and also money, getting money out of politics and shit just doesn't, I would much rather vote for farmer Brown who's lived in a rural area who grew up with good values and, you know, appreciates the perspectives of different cultures and things like that and takes them into consideration than I would for the guy who raised the most money. You can have $5 in your pocket, but if you got a good head on your shoulders and you're doing what you feel is going to be better for everybody, you got my vote. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Take money and religion out of it. You can get religion out of there, too. That'd be awesome. I'm tired of hearing people say, well, God thinks I should vote for him. Yeah, yeah it's like, well, and, and this comes back to some conversations that I've had with my grandmother to where I'm like, but God gave you free will. So he really kind of wants you to vote based on what you feel is best, not what you think he wants you to do. Right. Otherwise, you're kind of just wasting the free will that was given to you to make your own decisions. It just, I've always said there are, there are two things that I feel shouldn't be talked about so publicly. The number one of those being religion. I have nothing against people who have a faith, believe in whatever you want to believe, but when it comes to pushing that on me, and arguing with me and telling me that I'm wrong and there's only one way, I'm going to have a problem with that. Cause I'm going to be like, look, man, your experiences aren't my experiences. So I feel the way that I do based on my experiences. You feel the way that you do at the end of the day, if we can get along, who cares? You right. know, if I'm Rastafarian and you're Christian, as long as we're getting, getting, getting along where it matters, I, I don't care. But you have some people are just like, well, my God is the only God, but and you're wrong if you don't believe this and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, 
I mean, I do have some questions and I've gotten into some heated debates where I'm just like, well, how do you know that that's the only way? Like, did you die and talk to God and then come back and that's how you know? Or are you just taking a swing in the dark and hoping that you're right? Yeah, I think really that's all religion is, is taking a swing in the dark and hoping that you're right, man. I think that's a perfect way of saying it. Because I'm just like, if you're a good person, like my personal belief on it is if there is a God, he's going to look at how you lived your life, not necessarily what you believe in. You could be the world's greatest Christian and follow the Bible to the letter. And if it's caused you to do some evil things in your life, God's going to be like, well, I mean, you kind of missed the whole point. If you're just being a good person, I I, I don't think God is going to send you to hell if you're a good person and you've been in some situations to where you had to do what you had to do to survive or you had to make a decision based on your morality that you thought was the right decision. It's not as cut and dry as all that. Yeah, politics and religion, man. Start all—all all it's good for is starting wars. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think those are two things that should be discussed in in public. I mean, if it's in the good company of friends that you know you're not going to end up bashing a chair over somebody's head, cool, man. Yeah. Like have that discussion. But if it's some crap on social media that millions of other people are going to see and take an issue with your stance on it. Just don't talk about it. Yeah, like we're doing right now. We're having a conversation just amongst friends, but here in a little bit, I'm going to publish this to the world. <laughs> Yo, oh, shit. People are going to be like, oh, that JC dude. Oh, well, fuck his black ass. I'm yeah. like, not without Luke, man. Like, he got to at least get some mayonnaise or something. Because, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I mean, it, it's... And people are going to have a problem with the fact that a black guy and a white guy are sitting there having a conversation about these issues and we're not pissed off at each other or we're not going hard enough in the paint. And it's like, well, does that have to happen all the time? Oh, I'm sure somebody will be outraged that we're not mad enough about this right now that, you know, I'm I'm sure, yeah, no, we're, we're going to be assholes. Yeah, no matter what, some people are going to take an issue with it and be all, well, did you hear this podcast, blah, 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 and it's going to be like, well, you don't have to listen to it. Like, shut up. Oh, yeah, dude. No, I, I had some lady send me a message about using the word retard on here, which, you know, I know it's not a favorable word anymore, but... You know, like, fuck you, bitch. It's a podcast. If you don't like it, don't fucking listen to it. You know, like. Right. Like, it's. It, I When people talk about that, well, we stopped using that word. I revert to the dictionary and be like, listen, it, it doesn't always mean that someone is mentally, like, deficient or handicapped or anything. The word literally means to slow progress. So, like. Stop retarding what we're trying to accomplish here (laughs) and use some critical thinking and use the context to figure out what we meant by using that word. It literally means slow. 
Right. Ah, but you know, people want to be so mad. Well, I mean, I'm all for people being mad, but just people can be as mad as they want to. Just don't start being violent and trying to get people fired and affect someone's livelihood by it. I mean, people can still agree to disagree. Not everything has to be a huge deal that the media is involved in and Oh, I'm going to call Channel 6 because that JC dude, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm sure some black person out there is going to be like, well, but but JC, all white people are racist. And I'm going to be like, I don't want to hear that shit, dude. Like, I explained myself. Yeah. Like, don't push your belief onto me. Like, that's not that's not my experience. I'm sorry that you experience differently, but maybe if you – kind of let go of that mentality a little bit and actually talk to people, you'll find that's just simply not true. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you, man. Fucking, I hope we can get back to uh, people doing a little bit more of that, just agreeing with each other. Yeah. Or, or at least like, learning how to disagree with each other. better. Yeah. Like, it... it well, I disagree with you, so you're a piece of shit. Instead of, well, I disagree with you, and that's okay. What, you know, what did you think about that baseball game the other day? Yeah, exactly. Then that's the way things used to be. You know? You disagree, you move on. Fucking, we all got to live life. Right, and it's... It, like Everybody's got to live their truth. Not to sound like a Huffington Post article... <laughs> but everybody's got to live their truth. There are there are no absolutes in life. The situation could change at any minute. So just do what you can. Treat people with respect and dignity. And if you disagree with somebody, move on. If it's somebody on your job that you're constantly disagreeing with, maybe consider switching departments or go to a different company instead of waging a war with that person to get them fired that's going to involve everybody else at the job and put everyone else's job at risk. Yeah. Well, I'm just glad that we got to podcast uh, about this today without the wandering stoner here, you know, and not having all his racial outbursts happening while we're trying to talk about this educational, you know, he, he would have just been sitting here dropping end bombs left and right. I'd have had to. Oh, yeah. That fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm really trying to get everybody to believe. I'm trying to get him canceled <laughs> right now. I've been working really hard on the podcast. We're <laughs> trying to just spring a little bit of racism on him each show to where people are like, oh, is he really racist or is he just busted balls? You know? <laughs> well, shit. I'm about to record some of our Xbox Live conversations then. There you go. Because. <laughs> Because some of those, they get really... But again, like, even if I were to do that, people would completely dismiss the fact that he and I are talking and it's a little edgy and we're both laughing about it. Somebody out there would be like, well, I think they're totally serious. And we'd be like, well, yeah, that laughter is completely fake. Like, I mean, I, I kind of sometimes want to do an experiment where I post something on Facebook 
and see how far it goes and how many people actually believe that I'm serious. And then when I'm like, well, I'm a, I'm a comedian, like, it was just a joke. Oh, yeah. People don't get, like, when you try shit like that online, people just get pissed still. It's like, all right, you know by you getting mad right now that this story is going to end up in my stand-up act, right? Like, right. Like it's, I, I made a joke about like the game on PS4 called Fall Guys, where it was shortly after Halo 5 came out, and people were like, oh, the graphics are so ugly, blah, blah, blah. I made a joke on a Fall Guys post about, oh, my God, look at those cartoony graphics. This game is garbage. Being totally sarcastic. And even to this day, I get notifications of someone getting on there being like, well, you're a piece of shit, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Despite the fact that right after I posted it in the comments, I put, nobody take this to heart. I'm just being sarcastic. This is based on everything that people have been saying about the Halo 5 gameplay demo. And people still don't get that I'm just parroting the bullshit that people say about gaming and stuff like that. Like, I'm like, I'm not serious. I play the fucking game. I play Fall Guys. It's enjoyable. The the graphics don't really, you know, matter to me all that much. It's a game that's supposed to be for all ages. So, of course, the graphics aren't going to be full of blood soak and rage and all that. It's just like, can, can you guys just take a joke? I understand that sarcasm is hard to read through text, but when you have a disclaimer right below it saying, I'm just being sarcastic, and people are still like, well, you're a piece of shit. Hope your mom dies in a fire. It's like, whoa, man. (laughs) Like, did you work on this game? Did I, like, am I insulting your work or something? Like, what's, what's the big deal? What does he mean by don't take this to heart? No, fuck you. Go kill yourself, buddy. Fuck you. Yeah. Like, fuck you, I'm going to take this to heart. This is a serious issue that's going on in the country right now. Is this <laughs> man does not like Fall Guys. Cancel it. Like, Who does he whoa. think he is to tell me not to take something to heart? <laughs> right. You're not my dad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, well, exactly. I mean, I'm old enough. I, I might be. I don't know. <laughs> you know my, my 20s was a wild time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Fucking all right, dude. I'm going to wrap this up here, man. Why don't you uh, throw out your gamer tag and uh, promote your coffee? Oh, yeah. I'm uh, on Xbox. I am, well, on both Xbox and PlayStation. I'm Undead Uniped. Uh, I got my streaming channel on Facebook called Undead John B, the Undead Uniped. Um, Player One Coffee, if you watch the streams or anything, there's usually a link. I just got an affiliation with a company called No Name No Name Nerd uh, earlier today, so I'm going to be doing some things with them. Otherwise, just look up Undead Uniped. You'll probably find me. Right on, man. And that's really about it. So what's the name of that coffee you said? Level One? Player One Coffee. They uh, player, player. They recent, yeah, they recently came out with a new blend called uh, Leroy Jenkins. So, so uh, this, this not is a the, gamer coffee, then. Yeah, yeah. So if you're not into like energy drinks or 
drinking buttloads of soda and sugary stuff like that definitely give player one a, a chance. Maybe I'll get some for my wife. Give it a try. Oh, she'll be drink. bouncing off the walls, man. She'll be bouncing off the walls or my balls? You, you broke up there a little bit. I mean, either one. You guys are married. I'm not going to get into your marriage like that. So, <laughs> so as I long have as a it's question. consensual. Yeah. I have a question. I have a, I, I have a Mountain Dew addiction to like two liters a day. Would it still make me jittery? No, um, everything in there is all natural, so you get, you know, all the good stuff without the crash. Um, they do their best to put all natural ingredients in there, so there will be a little bit of caffeine, some vitamins and stuff like that, but you won't get the jitters from it necessarily. That's what I'm saying is I don't get jitters after, like, two two liters. No, oh, yeah, be- no. It's, it, yeah, you'll be good. Right on, man. Well, the next time I have you on here, dude, we'll talk about gaming. Try to make an episode about game and talk about what's going on in that world and shit. So, oh, for sure. But no, dude, I appreciate you taking some time out of your day and doing this, man. Fucking, uh, we'll do another one here in a few weeks or something. So, oh, sounds good. Sounds good. All right, buddy. Be safe, man. Thank you. I appreciate you, dude. Oh, same, man. Appreciate you. And uh, stay safe out there. And if COVID kills you, then I'm going to pull a Dante and, like, I'll go down to hell and get you out. All right. Well, if if you can't do that, at least pull a Boys in the Hood and and do a drive-by on it, you know? Oh, I was going to say, you want me to show people your dead body? like that? Yeah, dude, yeah, do that. Do that. I always (laughs) love that scene of that movie. Do that shit. (laughs) <laughs> go, but I want you to do it to like a group of kids. Though. I want you to go find a group of kids and be like, "Hey, y'all want to see a dead body?" Fucking <laughs> take my right. nephews and be like, "Hey, y'all want to see a dead body?" What do you poke him with a stick? You know. <laughs> yeah. You guys want to yeah, play man. Pokemon? <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully, COVID won't kill any of us. So. uh be good. Oh, it better not. If it kills me, I'm going to be pissed. And someone's manager is going to hear about it. Somebody's manager is going to hear about it. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) But yeah, brother, stay safe, man. I'll talk to you here soon. All right, man. All right. Peace out, brother. Peace.